Thanks for listening to The Last Days Podcast with Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. To stay connected, please check out the River of Tri-Cities Church on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, or online at riveroftricities.com. The Last Days Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Now, here's Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. Welcome to The Last Days Podcast. And hopefully this is not your last day, but praise God. If it is, absent from this body, present with the Lord, this is Dr. Todd Holmes, my wonderful wife, Pastor Katie Holmes is here. It's great to be here with you. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen and pass this along. We'd just love it so much if you would share it and, you know, advertise it on social media and, and just recommend it. I mean, there's nothing like word of mouth. Nothing like word of mouth. Nothing like the words coming out of your mouth. And uh, if you are encouraged and blessed and strengthened by what you're hearing, I guarantee you other people are going to also. And so... Um, what a lot of times what people go through, they think it's just them going through right. it and that they are, they are the person, they're the only one who's going through these things. And then we just like, we say, okay, it's not worth it. It's, it's, I can't, I can't handle this. I can't, I can't tolerate what I'm, what I'm having to go through right now. And then you kind of peel away from the rest of the body of Christ or you, you faint in your mind right, and draw back. The word of God says, about drawing back the person that draws back, puts their hands on the plow and draws back, he says, my spirit has no pleasure in him. Right. I can't remember the exact verse where that is, but that just... Um, Hebrews 10, 38 um, talks about that, 38 and and 39, and yeah, that that's obviously not the way of the Lord, and we aren't of those who who draw back, but the reason that that happens, though, it talks about, um, in the Amplified Version, they're talking about... Fear, fear causes you to to draw back, but of course, starts out sent by talking about you know the just shall live by faith, and so, but um, that's right, yeah. But we don't um, we don't want to obviously draw back, and and we do draw back because of fear. We we draw back um, or things that are caused by fear. So you could even say, well, drawing back because of insecurity, or I'm shy, or. Uh, depressed or, you know, it, but, but anyway, the root of all of those different emotions or whatever the goes spirit. back actually to a spirit of fear that God's given us authority over. Um, and of course he always also promised us, you know, um, love, power, and a sound mind, right? So um, the Lord always has a solution. He always has a way and thank God he's given us his Holy Spirit to be with us and to be with us strong, and especially in the day that we were living in, of course, you know, we're living in the last days, right? We're living in the we end are. times. And it's um, so much you just see the acceleration of people that are bound by a spirit of fear or they're bound by, you know, depression. They're, they're bound um, in all these different ways. And, you know, the crazy thing is, is that if you allow a spirit of fear, or you even allow negative thinking, um, you allow in, um, and you start dwelling on thoughts that come through the enemy or come through, through people speaking what the enemy would speak out. Mm-hmm. That actually is all it takes to stop the progression in your life. And that's all that it takes for the enemy to start, you know, having an open door to influence you. Because remember the enemy works through your thoughts. He works through your mind. The Holy Spirit or the Spirit of God speaks to your spirit, your inward man. That's right. They're very different. And, you know, and and we even see today in, in our society, um, 
obviously education, um, which there's totally a place for education, but we shouldn't exalt education and the educating of the mind to a point that it then your spirit man suffers. Because the spirit, we are number one, a spirit being. We do have a soul, which includes our mind, our will, our intellect, our emotions. And of course, we live in a physical body. So, you know, your tissue, your organs, your heart, that kind of thing. But we, we are supposed to, we're first and foremost a spirit being. We are actually to be led by the spirit, the Holy Spirit on the inside of us. We're Amen. not to be led by just our mind. We should definitely use our mind, but our mind should not be educated at the expense of our heart or our spirit. Amen. And so we have to make sure that we have our entire being, our trifold being, is being nourished. Absolutely. And when you will actually learn how to yield to the Holy Spirit and what he's speaking to you on the inside, even more so than what your your fleshly thoughts would be, what your carnal mind would tell you, because your mind will always put limitations on you. The security of the mind is to find a boundary, whereas the spirit man on the inside of you knows no boundaries because the Lord does not put those upon you. That's good. And so if you will learn to yield to the Holy Spirit on the inside of you, then there really is nothing that you cannot accomplish. Of course, our accomplishments and our desires, our vision, our dreams, everything needs to line up with the will of God for our life, which we see through the Bible and, of course, what the Holy Spirit speaks to us. But if you'll learn how to live out of that instead of living and trying to make everything fit within your natural thoughts, then you'll find the difference between life and death for you and the plan that God has for you. Amen. And you'll find out that you don't have, when you hook up with the Spirit of God, you'll find out you don't have the limitations that you thought. Absolutely. Because the thought, the limitations, like you said, are the comfort of the mind. Yes. But they are, they cause your spirit to actually be repulsed. Right. And so, and we are spirit beings. We are not, we are not mental, soulish beings. We have it, but that's not who we are. And so, so many people live in a, in a land of limitations. Right. And, 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 and that's, that's where we position ourselves and we get comfortable and everything like that. And, when we accept those limitations in our mind, then actually our physical body even picks up those limitations because that's the way we think. Right. And so people dwell in in limited physical ways because they're not living out of their spirit. Mm-hmm. Because your spirit will, will speak to you and say, don't do that or get up and, and do this and whatever it is. And you have to, you have to move with the Holy Spirit. But if we, but if we are just we if we are just carnal beings, carnal meaning meat, and um, you know not just as far as that that's the, our flesh, mm-hmm. then then we're very limited in everything that we do because we consider what can what can I do in myself, what can I think with my limited uh, cranial capacity. Mm-hmm which actually your brains can do a whole lot more than what, what they've ever done mm-hmm. um, for every single one of us. But if we'll begin to lean, 
if we will learn to begin to live out of our spirit, we'd realize the unlimited potential of God inside of us and that nothing is impossible to those who believe, not to those. It's not even, doesn't say nothing is impossible to those who study the word. Right. Nothing is impossible to those who believe. Belief is something of the heart. It's not of the head. Right. Um, Because if a man believes with his heart, Mm -hmm. okay, and so belief is not a head thing. It's not a mental ascent. And a lot of times people think, well, I, I got God figured out. I got the ways of God. That's what religion has done. They've tried to package, they've tried to package what God did one time and try to form an entire movement around that. And you can't do it. God is constantly moving. He's constantly changing the course of this and changing the course of that because he is never just in one place. God's everywhere. He's unlimited, and and we would learn to be unlimited also if we would follow His ways. Um, and but anytime we we focus on what our mind can handle or what our physical bodies can do, we are limited, and we will find the end of ourselves. We'll always find this is all I can do, and you'll hear people say that that's all I can do. Mm-hmm. I saw a, a a clip of a of a guy who was. I don't remember what the context of it was actually, but a guy was running and it wasn't, he wasn't like army or something like that because of his clothes he had on or anything like that. And there was another guy who was a coach and the guy that was the coach was in this guy's face. I mean, right in his face. And he was yelling at him and he says, don't you tell me. And this was a big guy. The guy was bigger than the coach. And he was pointing at the guy's face and saying, don't you tell me you need to stop because you need electrolytes. He goes, who told you that? You don't need electrolytes. You need to keep going. And, uh, and I mean, he was putting it to the guy and he says, one more word out of you and you were gone. You were gone from here. I'm done with you. And, uh, and at first I thought, well, that's harsh. But then I thought, no, you know what? People have just gotten like wusses. Yeah. And they have come to the end, and they've learned words like, I can't, I can't do this, like electrolytes thing. I Stop, I need some electrolytes. Um, yes, and you've got to learn how to push past your physical limitations. Right. That's the only way you, you ever take ground anytime is when you push past limitations. Mm-hmm. Push past the limitations. It says in Proverbs 24, verse 10, it says, If you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. That's out of the Amplified... <laughs> Uh, 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 version of the of the Bible there, you know, we're always going to have adversities. Right. We're always going to find limitations, something that's blocking us, something that's coming against us. And a lot of times people just fold, right? Mm-hmm. There's like a deck mm-hmm. of cards. It's like, oh, all right, you know, this was not easy. This is a tough thing. So, you know, I'm just going to quit or I'm going to, I'm going to go do something else. Um, I'm going to go, what was a real popular thing? Um, don't go where you're tolerated, go where you're celebrated. That used to be a, a very, a very huge saying in the body of Christ, which is just a bunch of crap, actually. Um, and I mean, you'll never go, you'll never do anything if all you do is go around people to celebrate you, and celebrate where it's easy and everything like that. I'll tell you, your strength is small. You need to, you need to actually camp out in the place where the enemy's all around you and learn how to defeat the enemy. That's what the that's what the men of valor did. They were surrounded by their enemy, and yet they were like for fun. They were busting through the enemy lines to go do something impossible. Mm-hmm. 
That was like their fun. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, oh, David, you, King David, you, you want to, well, he wasn't even king yet. He was just their leader. Do you want to drink from, from this particular well? Let us bust through the, you know, the, the garrison of the Philistines or whatever, and we'll go, we'll go draw you a cup of water out. And um, they'd risk their lives. They, they would do crazy, crazy things, but they realized because they had been so nourished in their spirits, they didn't have limitations. Mm-hmm. How nourished are you? Yeah, so true. So true. I mean, really, if you think about it, there's no growth that occurs in you without that adversity. Yeah. It's going through that adversity, that challenge, trying to, um, for something new, um, to be birthed from you. We look at even like progression from when a child is growing or a seed is planted. Um, there's so many instances of just things all around us that there is not without the the busting forth, without the process of, you know, something having to occur in a big way. There's no growth. Yeah. You know, there, there's always a struggle in the natural. No pain, no gain. <laughs> That's right. And of course, you know, I mean, our flesh hates this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if our flesh hates it, isn't that really actually what we need? If you Amen. think about it. Put that Dunkin' Donuts box away and <laughs> listen to us. Amen. And that, that's, that's it, because we, right. we like live, live so much of our lives as in whatever we're, what makes us comfortable. Right, and, and I think a, especially in our country, in the United States of America, because we live in really such luxury. Mm-hmm. And I know that some people, when they say that, you're like, yeah, but you don't see the car that I'm driving, or you don't know, you know, this little place that I live in, I'm believing for, you know, a house or whatever. But if you could actually travel the world, you would see that there is actually such a small, 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 it's like one or 2% or something of the population that actually even lives like anybody lives here um, in the United States of America. And of course, there's men, there are many that are, that are, you know, not disciplined or um, they haven't lived a righteous lifestyle. So they're, they are out on the streets begging or, or whatever, but the opportunity exists around them that their life could change in a day if they would apply themselves, right? Or if they would make that decision. So what I'm saying is that it, uh, there's nowhere else, you know, like here, but maybe a few other places that actually have what we have here. And yet it's actually in many ways caused people to back off. To draw back, yeah. Right. And to enjoy the blessing, which you, we should be able to enjoy the blessing, but at the same time, again, it goes back to actually yielding to the Holy Spirit, yielding to God's plan for your life, which is never just to sit and do nothing. But God actually warned against that in Deuteronomy. Yes. Lest when you are blessed, right. your heart is drawn away from me. Right. Because there is that there is that other side of it. And, and, and we are and we are a people, a couple that we believe in the blessing of the Lord. Absolutely. And, and we depend upon the blessing of the right. Lord, but we can't get soft in that area. Right. And we can't be like, oh, if I don't have this, then my life falls apart. Right. Because we're not we're not that people. Right. Because, well, we have traveled. We've been all around the world and we've we've done whatever. I can I can live 
you know, wherever I have to and, um, and, you know, experience, you know, whatever, whatever has to be experienced and continue to thrive. And I'm not going to fall away from my relationship with, with my, my wife, my kids or with God or with others because of how difficult things are for me. Right. But we have to press through these these things, and the the great thing is 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 when you do have resistance, you find out how strong you really are. Right. And right. and a lot of times people think, well, I'm strong in God and everything. Well, then you, if you're strong in the Lord, then you can really do anything, mm-hmm. because greater is He in you than He that's in the world. Right. But a lot of people won't take the time for God to show up, and to show how big He is. Um to them and and through them mm-hmm. right. they just like oh well this is this is too much I've, I've been i've gone through so much here in in these three months i was like okay well wow <laughs> wow because you you couldn't survive for whatever short amount maybe it's three weeks or maybe it's even three years but that's a very short amount of time when you look at anything, right? The word says in Hebrews ten thirty six, you have need of patience and endurance, so that you can perform and fully accomplish the will of God, and receive and carry away and enjoy to the full what's promised to us. And so we've got a lot of promises, and a lot of people just want to live in the promises, but they don't want to pay a price for living right. in the promises. Right? They just want it to just be theirs, right? Without any type of struggle, without having to really exercise their faith. No way at all. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes what people don't realize is that, you know, they make a decision to, okay, they want to follow after the the call of God. They want to follow after his plan for them. Mm -hmm. And so the Lord speaks to them, of course, to do something different. I mean, if you, if you didn't need to do anything different to receive something greater, you would have already received the greater, right? So of course, it's always going to involve a change, whether that's moving somewhere else, whether that is laying down a job and going to Bible college. I mean, there's, there's many things that could relate to, right? So it's, but it requires a change in our life. It requires us doing something different with our time, with our, um, with our occupation, whatever it is mm-hmm. that we're, that we're doing. So, but what people fail to realize is that God instructs you to, to make a change. And they actually think that because they've made the decision to do that, then it's going to be easy to do that because it was God's plan for you to do that. Yep. No, not actually. So not even realizing that, what the what is required of them is actually some very difficult things to walk through because of what the work that needs to be done on the inside of you and you know you can even look at like how the lord sometimes referred to the israelites who let's remember those were his chosen people and he talked about them being stiff-necked and rebellious and i mean he would just go for it you know and True. i mean today the modern be like oh my gosh i can't believe you would even say anything like that about me i just feel so defeated um yeah the lord actually will speak to you very straightly so will the holy spirit because he loves you there you go. All because <laughs> you know when you. you're when you're actually doing your proper job and as a parent, it it, it doesn't all come out lovey dovey. No, it doesn't at all. And I know that you know that that you know 
can offend people, right? And I mean, because today people are so concerned about the way that they feel and the way that you talk to them and the way that you didn't accept them or you didn't esteem them or all these kind of things. But yet you realize, and, and I'm not here to say that you should go around bashing people, not at all, but understand. No, you shouldn't. So stop doing that to me. <laughs> but understand Just that kidding. there should be such an iron fortitude on the inside of you that you don't give a rip how anybody talks about you or what they even think about you. That's right. But that is only birthed in you and burned into you when you go against things that don't feel good. So God many times actually puts you in an environment that is totally out of your comfort zone, which that doesn't feel good. Nobody likes that. He'll put you in an area where people don't recognize the giftings or callings on your life. And they maybe they don't esteem you. Maybe they don't honor you. Maybe um, they think little of you or whatever. But do you know what it does? It actually forces you to get a hold of God for yourself. And it will burn insecurity out of you. Yeah. It will burn lethargy out of you. It will burn complacency, the fear True. of man. All of those things that need to be burned out of you. They're not going to happen when everything is just joyful and peaceful and you're just being celebrated all the time. And of course, everybody likes to be liked. Everybody likes to be celebrated. And thank God that there are times like that. You have a birthday every year, you know? Um, There's your celebration. <laughs> so, you know, for most of it's not, not our birthday today. So, hey, we're just going for it here. But Amen. anyway, so thank God. Today's that not there your are... <laughs> birthday. Today's your roast day. <laughs> but, you know, we cannot. We're not naming names either. <laughs> Not that even that we have any names on our mind. I'm just, it's just this, this, this direct, the direction that, that God is leading us in here today. So, you know, you think though, I mean, if we're the supposed shoe fits, to <laughs> let it kick you. No, <laughs> the cat's fur is being rubbed around away let the wrong the way. Oh, the cat's around. got to turn around. Not yeah. the message change. But anyway, if you think about it, we're supposed to be the army of God, right? We're supposed yes, we to are. be, I mean, we're the body of Christ. We're here to carry out his will or whatever. True. And if we just have a bunch of wimpy people that just lay down and quit church because someone talks about them, because someone criticized them on social media or whatever, then you just got to go, okay, really? Is that, I mean, if you just mirrored even to the military and military service, and you look at the way that they are trained, the way they are talked to, they are pushed to the their old, I mean, the outside most crazy limits of their physical body, yep. their mind, their Very emotions, true. and every Why? To be able to strengthen them, spirit, soul, and body. Right. And if you don't think or realize that as a Christian, you need to be stretched, you need to be strengthened, spirit, soul, and body, Every everything that would hinder you, that would hold you to back, back, that would tempt you or cause you to compromise, all of that has to be forged out of you. And these, this comes through the fire of God burning in your life. And if you think that Amen. that is a peaceful celebratory time, it is not. You have not experienced then the fire of God and the purging, purifying work of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And see, this all goes back to if we don't allow that, then guess what? You just faint in your mind and you just give up, give up. and blame it on, you know, somebody else, church hurt or whatever, you know, some minister or, you know, some family member that, you know, didn't. Someone wasn't nice you. to me. 
That limits so many people. Oh, yeah, totally. Because they don't like how unnice people are. Right. You know, I've met unnice people in the world. I've met unnice people in the church. And I've met nice people in the world. And I've met nice people in the church. But I don't yeah. group people into a category because I met or experienced one unnice person or one, you know, one nice person. I was like, they're all good or they're all bad. That's that's a carnal that's a carnal mindset right there. And that'll yeah. limit you from God being able to use you right? in any way. You're, you're, the Bible says you're snared by the words of your mouth. Right. And then a lot you're, of times you're people little, are snared by their word, their posts on social media. Yeah. And then your little world becomes smaller and smaller and smaller. And then you just continue to blame everybody else. Yeah. Cause you meanwhile, drive people away. Yeah. Meanwhile, just look at yourself. Yeah. You might be, Here's some revelation. You might be your biggest problem. <laughs> We've all got to look in the mirror and realize that sometimes. Yeah. yeah, you do. You might be your biggest problem. If you'll just think about actually um, your day, and um, or if that's too long, just think about you know three, four hours or whatever, and think about the thoughts of your mind. And think about if, if you have continual complaints about, a situation, whether it's your job, if they're about people or whatever, then actually what you need to realize is, okay, wait a second. So I'm, I'm blaming this person. I'm blaming this job. I'm blaming this situation. I'm blaming that I don't have money. I don't have this, blah, 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 blah. Do you realize that the only common denominator in all of those things is you? You might be your biggest problem. And also realize literally the only thing that you can immediately change in each one of those situations is yourself. That's right. So that's what you got to work with. You got you to change yourself. You got to change the way you think. You got to change the way that you view. Just simply stop thinking and talking negatively. And then start speaking positively. Speak the word of God. Think the word of God, make yourself, it's going to hurt your mind because you're going to do a total shift mm -hmm. and it's, it's not easy. It's not easy whatsoever. Understand every successful person. I don't care if they're Christian or they're not Christian. Every successful person that's truly successful. I'm not talking about, you know, someone that, you know, sings and makes a lot of money, but I mean, they're, they're divorced. They're strung out on drugs. Their kids are, you know, trying to figure out what sex they are. You know, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about actually successful people, whether they're saved or unsaved though. And you will realize they had to go through that change. They did. You can't have success without that. Mm-hmm. You got to have that struggle. You have to have that, that, that crucible, the fire that you go through. Absolutely. And you survive it because of what you surrounded yourself with. Mm -hmm. And that's got to be the presence of God. God has been with me. He's been with me through the flood. He's been with me through the fire. But if you won't see God, if your mouth is bigger than his word. Right. You'll never see God if your mouth is bigger than his word. And you just keep talking. You know, somebody can say, well, you know what the word of God says? I know, but you don't understand. I got this, dot, 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 or this person did this, or this person said this, or I'm experiencing this. And whatever, whatever. Well, do you not believe his word? Well, obviously you don't. Right. Because our mouth, our words are bigger than God. That's why, that's why the Bible said, and, and David said it several times, oh, magnify the Lord with me. And let us exalt his name 
together. Don't right. exalt your words, your name above everything, but magnify the Lord. Make him big. Blow him up right. in the midst of your midst of your trial, in the midst of your test, in the midst of your situation and circumstances that you think all hell is breaking loose against me. The devil's behind every bush. He's working through every single person. I think he lives inside of my family and, you know, all these other things. But you know what? What if he does? What if he does all of that? Is God not big enough living inside of you? Do you have such a puny little God? Is Jesus that small inside of you that he can't handle the things that you're you're dealing with, this situation or this circumstance that you're having to deal with? And that, you know, and but you faint in your mind because you don't believe the word. Because your mouth is bigger than God. And you just might be your biggest problem. Right. A lot of people live that way. <laughs> and and then they limit other people. Oh, for sure. Or and they limit themselves because of their perception of of other people. Mm-hmm. And they they think different things about other people. They get a mindset. And and you know what? This is done. You, you, you profile people in your minds. Mm-hmm. I was uh, at another uh, piece of property that our church owns just a couple days ago, and, and there had been a homeless person out on our property. And there was a milk crate. There was a milk crate that was sitting out there. I don't know what happened to the microphone there. It's just cutting out suddenly. Weird. Um, but there was a milk crate sitting out there on the property and there was a sketch pad that was on that, that had been through some of the weather. And I opened up the sketch pad. There was a, this folding little dirty chair, um, canvas chair that was laying down on the ground and everything like that. But next to it was this, this pad of paper and this sketch pad. And I opened it up and it was like, whoever had been there that was homeless was incredibly artistic. Wow. It was just like the drawings that this person had done. They were all through this book were like really, really good. And I thought, you know what? I don't know what the person looks like because they either when they saw us pulling on or heard us or something, they, they jetted or maybe they, you know, they got picked up by the police. I don't know because they were trespassing because we do have those signs out there. But the thing is, is that you might look at that person and see, oh, that's just this homeless person there's no, there's no worth to them, mm-hmm. no value in their life. But the thing is, this person had some real artistic abilities. And a lot of times, because of our perception of people, we limit so much of, of, of them, what they can do because of our thoughts of them. So where so God could send somebody that, you know, to really be a blessing to you, but you only want to be surrounded by just what you're used to. Mm-hmm. You're used mm-hmm. to, you're, you know, you're just in the, in the land of, of the comfort of your mind and God sends somebody out, you know, of the clear blue and they're not, they're not what you envision in your mind. And so therefore you kind of poo poo that, that person or what they might have not understanding that this could be the most divine connection that God has for you at this time. Mm-hmm. And, and so again, it's that, that 
inability to hook up with our spirit because God would speak to our spirit, but we're, we're so programmed and limited in our thinking that we, we miss, I think, a lot of the things that God has for us, and, and therefore we limit the blessing of the Lord. We limit being able to see all that God can do for us because we look at, we, we, we follow our perception and we look at the outward appearances. Hey, this is Dr. Todd Holmes, and I want to thank you for listening to this podcast, whether it was myself or my amazing wife, Katie, maybe the two of us together. If you want to be more than just an occasional listener and desire to really stand with us as we take the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ to this generation, go to riveroftricities.com. That's riveroftricities.com and click on Donate to be a part of the last day's army of monthly partners that we're taking ground with. If you'd like to do that, I would like to send you a special gift for partnering with us. So until next time, thank you so much for listening. God bless you.